Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Lamar. On this episode, I'm talking about Kevin Costner's problems. We talk about his so ours don't seem so bad. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I am talking to you. That's just what I was talking about. It's Talking Lamar. You know, our man Kevin seems to be staying in the news. He had everything going smooth, Yellowstone, everything's going great. And then all of a sudden, he decides maybe he don't want to spend too much time on Yellowstone. And while he's trying to figure that out, all of a sudden, he's got a divorce coming up with his second wife. And now that she's in the house, she is absolutely refusing to get out, even though the prenup says She has no rights to that house. That's his house. He had it before they got married, and he wants his house back, and she won't get out. And I'm thinking, is she barricaded in? Does she just not answer the door? Did she change the locks? She turn off the lights? I mean, that's what we do when the Jehovah's Witness show up. We get quiet. We get down. Is that what she's doing? I I don't understand why why this is happening. I mean, she signed the papers. She's not doing it. Says she's not coming out until she renegotiates his prenup. Is that possible? Lamar, I'm as surprised by the story that's unfolding with Kevin Costner's divorce (laughs) divorce, as I've been about anything. Um, It's so, it seemed like everything was fine. Everything was great. And then suddenly everything went so crazy sideways. Apparently the last thing I read, um, and this was a, Gosh, this was a week or so ago. I know I should be paying more attention to Kevin Costner's divorce. She had a restraining order on him. She spent $95,000 in a very short amount of time on credit cards. And that house that she's refusing to leave, do you know what that house costs? What that house oh is my, uh, Oh, my gosh. It's got like, I forget how, the front, the beach frontage is just like enormous. One hundred and forty-five million dollars and according oh wait listen listen y'all according to the terms of their prenup he had to give her 1.45 million to relocate let me tell you something if you live in a 145 million dollar oceanfront estate (laughs) 1.45 million is not going to get her done you're slumming listen if that house is that big It'll, it'll take them three months to find her. She can move from room to room. They won't be able to track her down. And you know, you know, he's been playing John Dutton on Yellowstone. And you know he's sitting around thinking to himself, 
Okay. John Dutton wouldn't put up with this. John Dutton would call Rip and say, burn it down, Rip, burn it down. But he can't. He can't. He's, he's living in the real world. We're not on TV right now. What's funny about this to me is when rich people do this, it's very different than when regular people do it. Because mm-hmm. when I had the duplex, uh, it was a completely different deal. I had somebody in there. I had great, great tenants. But I had this one person in there, and they just quit paying. And so I would go to the door and say, hey, how, how, how are we coming on this? And after so many trips of I'm working on it, I'm working on it, they just quit coming to the door. Cars there, not coming to the door. And I'm like, okay. So I go down to the courthouse, and they explain to me that it's going to take me a minimum of three months for this case to even come to court. And when it does, once the judgment and stuff's done, still going to have another month to get him out. I said, oh, hell no. We're not doing it that way. I I, I gave up on that because now it's summertime. And my deal on the duplex was the uh, power bill and uh, was in the rent. Okay. You paid the rent. You didn't have to pay deposit. Whatever. I would have so, loved to have rented from you. Uh, yeah. I, 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 listen, listen, absolutely wonderful, wonderful person to rent from till you quit paying me. So I'm sitting here going, it's 89 degrees. I'm paying the electric bill. He's running the air conditioner with probably half of the windows open. He's laying up on that couch all cool and comfortable watching the young and the restless. Oh, not on my dime, baby. It ain't happening. <laughs> So I pick up a phone and I call Duke Power, the power company. And I said, hey, I got this duplex here and um, I'm going to need you to disconnect the power. And he said, is somebody living in there? I said, why? Does it matter? He goes, yeah, it matters. He said, "Uh, we can't really do that. And I said, oh, okay, okay. I said, well, let me ask you this. If I quit paying the power bill, which I am going to, how long will it take before y'all will shut my power off? And he said, well, he said, we really, you know, he said, if we get a reconnect notice, we jump on it immediately. But if we get a disconnect, we do all our other stuff before we do that. That, that may take a while. And I'm like, all right. I said, well, here's the deal. Understand this. Don't expect no more money from me. I'm not giving you no more money. So whenever you decide to cut it off, cut it off. Then I went and I called the water people and asked them the same thing. Well, can't do that either. So I went and printed out some really nice paper on the front door and the back door, two sides, whether you outside or inside, you could read this. And it said, I am so sorry, but since you're not paying the rent, I can't pay the power bill or the water bill. So I have got notices that this Sunday will be the last day that you will have power and you will have water. And I'm so sorry. Wish we could work something out. Sunday afternoon, <laughs> I rolled over there. He's packed up and gone. He was gone. So uh, that whole deal of taking months and months, I ain't doing that. Not doing it. Not doing it. I just That's just crazy, you know. But, you know, I understand where he's coming from in a way because his deal is the last time he got a divorce, when he got through, he didn't think about it. He had no place to go. He had, I mean, his, all, the houses and everything's gone. So he wanted to make sure that he had a house to go to. That's part of the agreement. 
And so I get that, but you're talking about this kind of thing takes months, if not years, to go through. There's no telling when, you know, when this is going to come around. Well, let's pause here, Lamar. And um, when we come back, let me break down the house that she's refusing to leave and the prenup. <laughs> because here's the thing. There's a prenup. She's got, she signed it. She's going to have to honor it. But we all know that when she signed that prenup, she was not expecting this marriage to go sideways. Because nope, you're never exactly. expecting. Nobody does. You, Nobody does. When you say I do, you're assuming that this is forever. And Evidently, he was thinking it might be a chance. <laughs> oh, he was more than thinking there might be a chance. So uh, details to come. <laughs> you know, we were talking about the, the house and everything. One of the things I want to get to before we actually t- talk about the physicality of the house, they in his prenup, now get this, he had to pay her $100,000 when they married. And then she he had to pay another $100,000 to her on their first anniversary. Now, is that like a sign-in bonus, an incentive pay? Sounds I mean, like it. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. But, you know, that's crazy. L- Lamar, I mean, $100,000, like, I would fall over if someone handed me that. But when we're looking at the kind of wealth that's involved oh, here, yeah. that's chump change. Yeah. That's yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing. So they got married in 2004, and according to the prenup, and all of these are filed, these are documents that are filed you know, in the public record, um, Kevin Costner is the sole owner of the three family homes. According to the prenup, if they divorced, she had to leave the homes and take her possessions, and he would remain the owner of all the homes. The house that she's refusing to live is a 10-acre beachfront compound in Mm. California. The Mm. house is on a clifftop with ocean views. Um, It has 500 feet of private beach. And there is a guest house on the uh, property. There's a polo practice field that Costner converted to a baseball field. Views of the Santa Barbara Mountains, a horseback riding trail. Okay? She's not leaving it. Here is what he said that he was going to give her um, to get her out of there. Uh, she's going to get $1.45 million to buy a new place to live. But in California, if you've been living in $145 million, you can get um, an apartment under a bridge for $1.45 million, right? Yeah. With no private yeah. beach and horseback riding trails and all that. He also said that he's willing to... Um, add to the child support because they have children. He's willing to kick in for the child support um, $30,000 a month in rent and $10,000 to pay her moving costs. Moving is so expensive. I think it would cost $10,000 Lamar to move you and Carla to Chicago. <laughs> so ten, no, am I I, is that, is that in any yeah. way like an exaggeration? No. no so no. how $10,000 is going to get her out of here? She has 30 days to get out and she has not. And that happened, that went, that clock started running on um, May the 1st and she's not leaving. What do you think is going to happen here? I, I don't know. I don't know. I was looking at the, the thing it was talking about. Not only is he go, was going to give her 30000 a month for rent, which I'm thinking, God, I sold the duplex too soon, but uh He's going to let her use some of his existing staff to help her work. So I guess 
his butlers and stuff is going to be carrying her boxes out. But you're right. Yeah. You're right. And, 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 and this is a different, this kind of money sounds ridiculous here, you know, in, in the other parts of the country. But in, in California, this is nothing. It's nothing. Well, and this, this is big movie star money, too, that, that we're talking about. I have to say, she was a civilian. He was, when they met, she was a giant movie star. She was a civilian. And she negotiated that prenup like a civilian. Yeah. Because that ain't, she that ain't nothing. Yeah. Well, because, listen, I mean, she was in love, and here's all this money, and I don't want to cause no problem, you know, that, that kind of thing. But, see, he learned his lesson on the first one. Because when he got diver- divorced the first time, you know, they had been, you know, sweethearts. They dated for years and, you know, everything was great. And then his career started to take off. And that began to be a problem because as the career got bigger, his time with her and with their kids got less. And that is a problem in this life. If you're living this life, they're li- you know, especially when he's like, he's got a project going, he's got another project going. I'm sure he's not at home. He's not home every afternoon. I mean, that's just not the way it is. And I, I think that's part of the lifestyle. But in the first one, the first one, he started having some problems as far as other women. And when he was shooting the uh, water world while he was in Hawaii, he hooked up with a 35-year-old hula dancer who was a performer at one of the uh, hotels. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? Like, you don't think somebody's going to tell that? You don't think she's going to tell that? Of course she's going to tell that. And all I can think about, he's doing this, and all this comes about during Waterworld. There are no good memories for Waterworld. For him, there's just no good, you know, because it was one of the most expensive divorces at that time. He had to give her $80 million. And that was the first one. And I think he wrote his part of the agreement with that in mind. Don't you think? He'd already oh, been yeah. down that road one time. Yeah. And he didn't want yeah. to fool with that. But, but you know, here's what, here's how stupid, not stupid, foolish, how foolish, you know, he starts dating her and everything starts going on and, and, and it's getting to be, you know, he's famous now. He's famous. And all of a sudden he starts doing his interviews. And one of the interviews, he says, he admitted to the, to the New York Daily News that, quote, the temptations are pretty strong. And there's a hungry world out there waiting for you to fall. So you can't even dabble without paying a huge price. If I said that and Carla read that in the paper, by the time I got home, my stuff would be on fire in the yard. Because the fact that I'm saying, if you dabble, it's really going to cost you. That means I'm thinking about dabbling. I'm thinking about dabbling because all of this, you know what I'm saying? I mean, who says stuff like that? I mean, I don't, you know, and he said, he said, I try to conduct my life with a certain amount of dignity and discretion, but marriage is hard. It's a very hard gig. Discretion. All right. Does discretion mean I'm hooking up on the side and I'm being very discreet about it? Once again, Carla, not going for it. Not going for it. Dabbling in discretion is not the words I'm using. What I'm saying is, I love my wife. That's all I'm saying. That's, I mean, what are you doing? 
You know, and I think part of this one here, it says, I, I read a few things that she had was really concerned about how much time he was staying away. And that may be why he was trying to back off of his Yellowstone hours, you know, so that he wouldn't have to be gone quite so long. Because she said that, you know, he'd been away and he's got this whole new gig he's trying to do with this new heritage thing, uh, Horizon, an American saga, whatever that. He's, he's got a whole new project that he's working on. He's already not at home. But I thought it was funny with the Yellowstone people. They're trying to negotiate. And the Yellowstone people suggested that maybe they could cut him back to 30 or 45 days of shooting. And the counter offer from Kevin Costner was, I'm going to give you one to three weeks. Well, what's he wanting to do? He's going to do scenes where he walks from the kitchen to the dining room, and then the rest of it he's sitting on the porch. I mean, you can't get nothing done in that amount of time. So I, I don't know. I think he's just trying to separate himself from that, but he didn't do it quick enough, evidently. So. Here's what, so, you know, you never know. You're looking in at somebody else's marriage. So you never know what you're seeing. But I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the news coverage and all, and here's what I'm seeing. Girl, you're married to Kevin Costner, and you're living in a $145 million cliff top mm. oceanfront mm. estate yeah um yeah he's working a lot but it seems to me that you have lots of ways to fill your days <laughs> like what <laughs> like let <laughs> um like who wants their partner around 100 percent of the time and there was i'm sure there's other stuff and it's not just you know that he was working all the time but um Kev kevin seems perfectly fine that i'm working like right now, I'm at work, and wherever he is, he seems to be surviving it. How about Carla, <laughs> Lamar? Yeah, yes, yes. And, and she, no, she's not a bit hey, worried about. The only thing phone? she's worried is about that, is that Carla on the phone now ringing. Is that no? Nope, I, I don't have I don't have anything ringing on my end. Okay. I don't have anything That's not on me. my end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, because because it's not time. She's going to call me here in just a few to find out what I'm fixing for supper when I get home. That's her biggest concern. She don't need to call me otherwise to make sure I'll stop and get something to fix for supper. That's that. But that's my deal. You're one of the hardest working men I know. And I have never once heard you say, oh, I don't know, man, Carla's kind of pissed because I'm not home. <laughs> like, I've never <laughs> once heard that. No. No. Lamar. No. She's dreading retirement. She's dreading retirement because all of a sudden we're face to face, you know? So Tony that's a and I, Tony, Tony, who we work with here, Tony and I were um, doing some planning and we have a thing that we're conference we're going to have to go to. And I said to Tony, I really think that um, we should bring Lamar to this. I, I think he'd have a blast and these people would love him. And Tony's like, well, you know, if it would be okay for him to get away. I was like, what? What? Of course it's okay for him to get away. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen. It never, it, it never occurred little, to me that it wouldn't be. I, I don't know if anybody realizes this, but a little bit of me goes a long, long way. <laughs> I mean, except for, <laughs> except for the fact that nobody's going to cook the her smoking hotness dinner. Like, does she really care if you're gone for two days? Come on. That is that is her first thing. She goes, if you're not here, what do I do about food? I said, I cannot believe Lamar, you're even saying Are you that. living the same life I'm living? Yeah. Because <laughs> I went away for a weekend and the question was, well, what am I going to eat? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, here's the best one. Here's the best one on, on Mrs. People's Movie Critic. I, I'm getting ready to go to Panama City, and I'd ordered two new beach chairs because we've always had those beach chairs that sit really low on the ground, 
you know, and yeah. you got to climb down in it and you got to climb up out of it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm done climbing in and out of chairs. So i got two Tommy Bahama chairs that you set up, you know, like regular chairs, you sit down, they lean back and all that kind of stuff. Carla looks at that and she goes, are those things, are they going to be heavy to carry to the beach? I didn't answer. I just let it sit there for about 30 seconds. And I looked at her and it finally, the light come on. I said, yeah, you just realized in your whole life, you've never carried a chair to the beach. So what do you care whether it's heavy or not? That's got nothing to do with you. You're not going to carry the chair. I'm carrying the chair. It's the same way with food. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. What is it like? What is it like to be that woman? That what you're describing to me sounds as far fetched to me as when I try to explain UFOs to y'all. Like it just sounds like what? <laughs> what? 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 what that would? Yeah, yeah. I fell into that trap way too early. I fell. I set that bar high. And I keep bumping my head on it every oh. time. That was your thing, because I remember when you were courting Miss Carla, and the bar was very high indeed. Yeah. yeah. But I've you know, tried to warn like, everybody else: don't set it quite so high. Yeah, I mean, but still, I have to say, you know, like she's blissfully happy, and you're blissfully happy, and yeah, sure, you know, you've got those back issues from carrying everything all the time and working eighteen hours a day, and then trying to not cook the same thing too many times in a row. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, the but struggle is Ke- real. Kevin Costner and his wife. So, look, he did get badly burned that first time. He yeah. got so badly burned that he managed to get a prenup that looks like something from the dollar store and she signed it. And you know, those are legally enforceable in California sooner or later, she's going to have to leave the house and how ugly and tragic and terrible all of it is. Right. It is. It's, it's really bad. Cause I thought they were doing really, I thought everything great family, the whole deal. Sometimes it's tough. You know, Lamar, I'm a real, you know, when it comes to how, like I look at a house like that and I think, Okay, um, just come home once or twice a year so the kids recognize you when they see you on screen. <laughs> yeah, that's why they got Love Skype, ya. FaceTime, Love FaceTime. <laughs> well, listen, I think it, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today, and we have had a fantastic time, and I hope everybody listening did too. If you did, again, tell everybody. If you didn't, my question to you are: Are you trying hard enough? Maybe it's you. You got to try hard. You know, I'm giving it my best. I need you to do something. Okay, I need you to try. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter 
powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.